We certainly are. You're back with Mike and Kath on the Good Earth. On 94.1 FM, 3WBC. Yeah, that name again. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're just annoying people. <laughs> well, it's something I'm good at, so I like to keep in touch. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I had a flurry of dad jokes because it's Father's Day oh, coming up. Oh, yeah, it is Father's Day, yeah. And um, so one of, the, one of the forums that I'm on, one of the um, the gardening forums, um, Earth Garden on, on Facebook, is um, they decided to have a dad joke uh, thing. <gasps> oh, that's painful. And, <laughs> and I, I got on there and, and put a few down that I that I knew and then mm. a few more down that I knew. And, and mm. then I looked back and I'd filled up three consecutive pages with dad jokes before anybody else could get a look in. Yeah, someone said, mm, you seem to be really good at this. And I said, yeah, it's pretty depressing, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, and there were, there were some, there were some beauties in there. Some, some ones, some that I hadn't heard before. So I got, I got more in my arsenal now. So it's even better. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm going to be really, really, really annoying. Yeah. Oh. Really annoying. Really annoying. But, uh, yeah. So if you want a bit of a chuckle, get onto the Earth Garden Group. Okay. And, uh, and have a look at all the dad jokes. I mean, there were some really good ones. Some, so they were some really funny ones. From whose perspective? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. Just, just like one of, some of those things that, like, some of those jokes are like, oh, really? No, no. You know, that's something. Just my, not to be encouraged. That's, that's something really? my dad would have done. Yeah. And then, or, and then I think, yeah, I'm going to do that now. Because I want to, I want to, I want to share the pain. Yeah. So, but yes, and some were genuinely, genuinely quite humorous. Quite, you know, oh, yeah. So, you know, like where the where the bees go to the toilet at the BP station. Oh. Yep. That was that was one of the ones my that just tickled my, my my tickled my fancy. But uh, yeah, but there were some genuinely good ones there too. Okay. Not Not just like yeah. you know, really dad joke, dad joke ones. Big patch. You should be warned when uh, you uh, meet someone in their 20s that they're going to... Um, dad jokes were not part of the repertoire. Uh, my and now they are. My, my, Why is that? Yeah, my <laughs> students, I've got vet students because I teach part-time at Swinburne mm. and I've got electrical vet students and they're telling me dad jokes and are they're they? starting to look them up. I mean, one guy in particular, he's just a master. He loves it anyway. And he's getting on to, getting on to, onto the internet and looking up a couple of sites, dad jokes. And he keeps just through the class. He just said, Oh, you want to hear another joke? Oh, if you must. And so I'm, I'm now sort of like coming back to bite me because now I'm going, Oh, another dad joke. I don't know if I can handle this. I look at my yeah. boys. I can't imagine them telling dad jokes. But when I look at their father, I think, hmm. it, it, will, it will happen. It, won't, it will may not happen. happen. It may not happen overnight, but it will happen. But these guys are like, you know, 16, 17. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's frightening. Be warned, girls. Yeah, they're already telling dad jokes. Mm. Yeah, mm. so uh, imagine mm. what it's going to be like when they're thirty and got kids. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, I know. What's happening in the big patch? Um, quite a few things actually, and and but yeah. not much at the same not time. Not much. Yeah, been busy too. I mean, yeah, I've been busy, but also the um the the uh, the gardens just been going gangbusters. Okay, me. right. Yeah, which is good in some ways, not so good in other ways. Harvesting anything. Uh, no, but I'm, but the asparagus is poke, starting to poke its head through now, so that's pretty is good. Is it? Yeah. Mine's not. It's one, one spear came up about two weeks ago, and I, I dutifully snapped it off and ate it. Straight away went, ooh, that was yum, where's the, where's the rest of them? They're all went, and like one more's come up, and I can see that the others are about to burst, and I'm going, Arr. come on, come on, come on, and I keep going out there, where are you, where are you? And I know the chooks aren't eating, because I don't like asparagus. Oh. Yeah, okay. so that's, that's handy. Um, I've had to fix up the, a uh, fence in the chook shed, chook yard, um, which has fallen over in the wind, so that that, that wasn't happy. That wasn't happy. Okay. Or, uh, I wasn't happy anyway. No. Um, physical effort. Oh, 
that's a bit much. And I'm <laughs> and I'm redoing I'm redoing um, the the main veggie garden uh, beds now. So I've got got those. The whole backyard's just the whole aspect of the backyard's just changed because of that big tree that came out. Like, oh really? Yeah, it's just mm. like it's opened up the whole thing. Mm-hmm. More wind comes through because it's not protecting the garden because it was a very big tree mm-hmm. um, and a very bushy tree. So it's it's and it's it's there's more light coming in everything like that. So it's quite quite interesting and it's opened up the area where the almonds are. Um, but everything's springing to life. We've got blossoms. Blossoms are starting to burst forth, including a tree. I discovered I have a, a tree which I think is a peach tree, or it might be an, it might be a an, um, 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 uh, nectarine. But I think it's a peach tree okay. with pink blossoms. Thought I didn't know I had. Oh, it's self seeded. It's self seeded, and it was hiding behind another one. So how big is it? And it's probably I don't know uh, one and a half meters tall. Oh. <laughs> So it's been there more it's than been, one season. It's been there more than one season, but I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed it because it was just like crowded in amongst all these other trees, and it's it's sort of like in front of or behind, sorry, a big um, uh, a, a big kangaroo apple that's self seeded as well. Oh, I've right? pulled out a heap of those. They yeah. look like weeds. They, they do look weeds. like weeds. They, yeah. well, they are, I know they're, they're not weeds. weeds. They're indigenous, but yeah, they look and, like weeds. But the, and the fruit's pretty good. And they're weedy. Lots, yeah, and they are weedy, and they don't, they don't have a lot oh, of life. Oh, the fruit's pretty good? Oh, yeah, the fruit's pretty good. They um, uh, makes really good jam, and, and you can use it like tomatoes if you're oh. in cooking, right? But you've got to make sure they're red, otherwise they're a bit toxic. Bit oh, like, yeah, so not like, when they're purple? Not, well, no, purple might be a different variety. Yeah, purple's okay, I think. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Because I've only ever seen Purple, the Solanum, the something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're part of the potato family. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, anyway, so they they um, they uh, uh, genus even. Yeah, have they they last for about two, three, maybe four seasons tops, and then they die. Okay. Right, and so they, they and so they are annoying because they just pop up and then they mm. grow really big. They do pop up and, and they then get they big really quick, and then they die, and you've got all this. Like, uh, like really not crumbly, but the wood's not long lasting, so it starts to rot, rot away really quickly. Mm. And it dries out really quickly, mm-hmm. and it just gets it's a mess. Right, they're a mess. They're a fairly messy plant, but I quite like them when they're going well. But I've just pulled out another one near the chook shed, and I've got another a big one that I've got to cut back now, mm. and put through the mulcher. But in behind that, I noticed the pink blossoms, and I got a feeling I did notice it last year, like two or three pink blossoms. And I thought, oh, what's that? Okay. I didn't pay any attention to All it. Right. And I was busy. With You've gone away. And but now this is like it's a substantial sort of size, and mm. there's like thirty or forty blossoms on it. Oh. So I'm thinking, oh, okay, once I chop down the chop down the uh, kangaroo apple, it'll mm. have free, free. It'll have room. It'll have room, and it's a bit back from the fence, which is probably why I noticed it as a bear tree and just left it there to see what happened to it because mm. I got the room. And uh, so now I might get some decent fruit off it, and if not, I'll I'll I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'll have a shot at grafting because one of the other things I did last oh. year was. I had suckers coming up off the uh, apricot trees, mm. and um, and I thought they're odd. They're actually it's a different fruit. I was expecting an apricot, but no. Apparently, they they actually graft apricots quite often onto plums. Yes, because yeah, it's in the same yeah, family. Which I, which I didn't yeah. know. I thought they grafted one onto another variation on mm. an apricot, but this one they grafted. They, and so this thing came up and it was a plum, and an average you know, average sort of plum, not very good. But but what I did was is I got in there and I actually severed the roots. So I severed, because it was growing up a, a reasonable way away from the tree, mm. I actually got into the soil and I severed the root between the main apricot and this sucker that had come up, or a couple of suckers that had come up under okay. the ground. So they'd, they'd sprung up from the roots, not from the base of the tree. All right, yep. So like a metre away. Yes. And so you have yeah, these so suckers coming stock. up. Yeah, yep. so it's rootstock. So I severed the roots. So now I've got all this rootstock available. 
because oh. I've basically individualised them. You know, I've like yes. isolated them from the parent. Yeah. And so now what I've got is I'm going to almost like layering. It is. It's it's kind of it is like layering. Underground layering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And and the apple trees are doing the same. One of my apple trees is doing the same thing. The Granny Smith is doing the same thing. So I'm doing the same thing with that. Mm. Severing the roots and creating a creating another scion. So we scion. Skyon no, Skyon's is, the other top bit. That's yeah. the top bit where yeah. you graft on. And this is the rootstock, yeah. Yes. So I've got the, and so what I'll do is I'll actually graft some of my other trees onto that one and create some more trees. Will you leave the trees in place or you'll have to I them might, up and move them out? I might leave them in place just for now, yeah. but I will give eventually have to move them and give them a season to grow and then mm. I'll dig them up and Because they'll want to create them. their own roots, root yeah, ball. Root ball, root yeah, exactly, yeah. Yep. So, um, so that's my kind of plan. So I've got a, quite a few of those suckers come up. So that's I think I might as well, I might as well make use of them because now mm. I don't have to go and buy rootstock or anything. No, you don't. Yeah, and, you and can I know it's, I know it's on there. proper rootstock. And if it's a mm. plum rootstock for the apricots, then I've got a few choices about what I can graft onto it. Yes, because I can probably graft on peach. Can I? Yeah, probably. I would have thought so. Yeah, peach and and yep. and, uh, and nectarine. Pruned. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I've got a, a good good uh, good stock there, and particularly since my neighbour who's now moved. Mm. Um, one of the last acts that he did was to take out his apricot tree because he never liked it and it sort of got it was getting gum, it was getting uh, okay. insect damage and stuff, and uh, he was never there. He was always away at Christmas when it fruited, so I got all these apricots. And they were really oh. nice apricots. Oh, and and he's taken ta- it and out. I wanted to take a cutting of it before he did, but he took it out before he left. One of the things of cleaning up his garden because he didn't want it anymore. But, anyway. but he was moving. Yeah, I know, but he wanted to clean it up because he was selling. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. So anyway, um, but yeah, so that's that's been quite interesting. Of of um, so I've been sort of doing that. So I'm going to teach myself grafting over the next week or two. Right, so it's mm-hmm. getting almost too late, really, because everything's starting to sprout and everything. Starting to, yeah. Um, so, but there's a lot of bud swell. Got um, uh, my um, hazelnuts are doing really, really well. They're all bursting forth and everything. So everything's coming alive. It's quite quite an exciting time to be in the garden mm-hmm. and i'm extending out it because now i've got all these extra grape vines and i'm preparing the soil for those well i say i am i'm planning to <laughs> <laughs> subtle, thinking about subtle it subtle difference yeah thinking um, about it. and the raspberry canes and i've got those plus i've got all the other fruit trees that i bought last year that were in pots they weren't bare some were bare root and i potted them up because i knew i was going to get a chance last year to put them in because mm-hmm. i bought them at the end of season Okay. started to sprout, so I just put them in a tub. Mm-hmm. Um, so this year they, they go into the ground as well. So I've got about another f- uh, 12, uh, 14 fruit trees to put in. So and That's then, a lot of fruit trees. And then, the, and then the seven, the seven, seven, seven grapes, different grape types of grapes, and um, the five, five raspberry canes and... Uh, ten raspberry canes, five, raspberry canes. Five, five of each type of raspberry canes. So, yeah, there's quite a bit of activity going on going on there, and it's basically just a matter of getting getting into it and and uh, and you know, hopefully getting a, a little bit nicer weather over the next week or two, two weeks to to really get stuck in. Yeah, hopefully once this burst that we're going to get this week and during this, the week yeah. um, comes through, hopefully yeah. next week will be um, and hopefully my banana survive because it got frosted a few weeks. Ago. Three, you know, about two months ago, got frosted. Mm. That really cold weather we had. So now I'm just working up on that to, to, um, to hopefully it's 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 survived and it'll start coming to life again. And uh, if that happens, I'll repot that up into into a nice bigger pot and keep it protected this time. Mm. Me. But we, yeah. So, so anyway. you will have it down in the glass house, or you? Oh uh, no, I won't it? have it at the greenhouse, but I'll have it um, under cover so it doesn't get the frost on it. All right. Yeah, that's that's the key thing. So up near the house. Yeah, yeah, just underneath the pergola or something like that, or near the edge of the pergola. And the other thing with the hazelnuts and the almond tree, 
because I've got massive lots of blossoms on the almond tree this year. But I haven't had almonds for two years now because the cockatoos get them. <laughs> they discovered them. Two, they discovered them two years ago, and that was the end of my almond crop. Right. So, uh, and other birds have been, either them or other birds have been taking all the hazelnuts because apparently they like hazelnuts as well. There's been a lot of invasive. Um, I think Dandenong's had uh, invasions of seagulls, and somewhere else has had invasions yeah. of minor birds. Oh, minor birds are everywhere. I hate the things. It, I, I, there's a few but minor. The, there's a particular nesting problem. I can't think where it was, but yeah. Okay. Interesting, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to come up with a way of knocking off minor birds. I don't want to be cruel or anything, but you know, I'd be. Well, quite, they're a pest. I'd be quite happy. Did you know they were introduced as um, yeah. for control of? I can't something? remember what it was control of. But yeah. yeah. But they were introduced for. Oh, it's just stupid. Yeah. Just absolutely stupid. Mm. Um, Frustrating wish. Well, they're they're a, they're an aggressive bird, and they actually take over other nests and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I've, yeah. um Yeah. We um we see it in our backyard because they used to. We have a what we call the uh, lone palm, which was a cordyline palm, um, and they used to nest in that. And I chopped the head out of it. Um, and so then all the minor birds are looking for somewhere to nest, so they're kicking yep. everyone out of the plum tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it was actually, I mean, if you want to sit there and have a bit of entertainment, it's actually quite entertaining, or interesting. Entertaining's probably not the right word. Yeah. It was interesting <laughs> to watch the um, the interplay between all the birds, but, yeah, yeah. they're very aggressive. Oh, absolutely, and, and that's one of their big problems. It's not, And they basically, they'll take over a territory mm. and drive all the other species away mm. um, or, or, or knock off, you know, wreck the nests and stuff and, and stop them breeding. Um, but if I could find a way of, you know, if there was a good way of actually putting some sort of contraceptive in place to just stop them breeding and let them yeah. die that way. so they didn't breed. Yeah. That's what they do with cats in the city. They actually have a program, their, their control program for cats in the city is to um, set out bait, but it's not poisonous bait, it's got contraceptives in it. Oh, that's so a good idea. So they actually just dump, they just put out baits all Could through the city. Could we do that with possums? And they just <laughs> put contraceptives in there. And so the idea is, is that over a period of, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years, it's a long-term program, that all the cats will die out because they're not breeding. And it's not actually hurting mm. the cats or killing the cats. No, it's just... The only downside of that is, is that cats in a suburban or inner city environment are actually good usually for the environment because they keep down the populations of introduced feral rats and mice. Mm. So, yeah, in the country, they're a nightmare. So, yeah. But we've irretrievably modified the environment in which we live. So we have. All we can do now is decide what kind of environment we want and work towards that rather than try and go back to this pristine non-existent we can't go back to pristine no, we can't. what we can do is we can make we can make the the make the changes that we're able to make mm. and just and just live with it and that's so, why we have an oversupply of possums uh possibly yeah mm. yeah yeah quite possibly mm. in fact definitely yeah yeah well roos are the same yeah uh, roos actually aren't so bad the ones that are a real problem for native animals that have gone that are numbers who have exploded are emus because they've got access to water because of the bore water and everything Okay. Uh, kangaroos have actually gone down in numbers in many areas. Oh, I didn't um, know that. But uh, yeah. but emus have, have exploded right through the right up through through the whole thing right up to far north Queensland because of the availability of water. I don't like emus. They're 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 a bit of a nasty creature if you're not careful. Yes. But their cousins, the cassowaries, are even worse. Oh, they're yeah. vicious looking. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, that's been happening in the big patch. It's mm. um it's been it's, it's all systems going as everybody else you know get out, you have to get out in that garden and. And get um and get stuff happening, and you just got to put the effort in. And unfortunately, if you want a good garden, you've got to put a bit of effort in. And uh, yeah, and I think one of my main problems is I I think it, it's this huge it's this huge mountain of work that needs to be done, 
um, but it's not. You just got to chip away at it. Yeah, that's a, that's the trick. Yeah, and just go yeah. out there for half an hour. Yeah. Not even half an hour. Go out there for five minutes and half an well, hour I've, later. Well, I've, I've been <laughs> I've been tempted to put together a, a series called the Ten Minute Gardener. Oh, right. So you just basically here's what you do: ten minutes a day. Right, mm. that's all you need. And I'm trying to set it up at my place so that I actually time what I'm doing and mm. see if I can actually do it in ten minutes. Yeah, it's something. Okay. Right. And the other one, I've, the other one I've been toying with the idea of is a project a day. A project a day. Yeah, anything doesn't have to be big or small, but just set yourself one task. Right. Doesn't matter whether it's gardening or like, but just one task. I'd set myself up to fail. Yeah, but <laughs> set up one task that you can do in a day. Okay. And make the task small. So if it's part of a bigger job, I'm today. I'm going to do this. It doesn't matter what else I get done. I can get. I'm going to tie the things. wire off, or I'm going, I'm going to. to yeah, I'm going to do yeah. this job, and if that mm. job gets done, I've succeeded. Mm. Everything else I get is a bonus. I've severed the roots, but I haven't grafted. Yeah, yeah all that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. Mm. We're out of time. We are. Yep, we are. And, and, and as always, we're going to uh, we're going to leave people with uh, a bit of uh, Jethro Tull, who's um, which is probably you know going to play any time when I go like this, and uh, we'll hear him in the background. But we've uh, we definitely have to go. Coming up soon is uh, bricks and mortar. Yes. Um, and th- so uh, get back inside, get yourself a cuppa, sit down, and learn about bricks and learn about mortar and yes. all things financial and all things property mm. right, and they're raring to go i can see them chomping at the bit outside the studio <laughs> and we'll be back in a couple of weeks we will be back in a couple of weeks you've been on the good earth with mike and kathy on 94.1 fm 3wbc see you next time folks